Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 123 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. As usual, I feel disheveled and out of sorts, <laughs> wondering if I've screwed up anything on the uh, road to getting this podcast off the ground each and every day. But it doesn't seem so, so as long as things are going well, let's just keep going forward. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Mary. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Uh, uh, what's got you feeling quite well today? Um, law and order. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, there is. Um, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Oddly enough, I don't know if that's what you're in re- even referring to, but we got topics that involve law, law and order and today. Disorder. Uh, I love chaos. Well, evil, there's hate. That's just, anger. That's not good, man. That's not good. <laughs> uh, we, we've got we've got a couple of topics today as far as entertainment involving trying to curb or add to law and order, but uh, doesn't seem that those bills will get through. One did, one didn't, but we will get into that. We have a guest host today. <laughs> Introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We are. Uh, well, she's doing great, apparently, right? <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, and I'm I'm still Thrilled. disheveled and out of sorts. But you don't getting, look uh, disheveled though. Your hat and sweater. Are you're good at hiding it, Brett. Well, it's uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to fake it till you make it, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, I, I think you just are not disheveled. You just feel chaotic. Well, okay, then I feel <laughs> chaotic. Then I feel chaotic right now. Uh, would you, uh, did you get your article done today? I did. I hope everyone Googles what's going on with the census because I is this wrote, like a longer article than it's usual? a longer. It's like about a thousand words. Um, and I nice. think everyone should check it out. So it's on the site right now. You can go to TimCast.com. Click on the read tab. That's perfect. That was a perfect intro right there. Yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today as we settle in. Uh, Dave Chappelle is uh, going to finally see justice done for uh, the man who attacked him. Unfortunately, it's just not for the crime he attacked Dave Chappelle for. Right. That's a problem. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, two bills uh, that I thought were fascinating that uh, involve entertainment. It's not politics per se. It's entertainment. Uh, one involving the, uh, the policing of rap lyrics as far as how they can be prosecuted in a court of law and the other one involving uh, firearms uh, kind of regulation on Hollywood sets, uh, obviously related to the rush shooting. Uh, and then we've got uh, my f- favorite story, which is uh, a, one of the, the red Power Ranger goes on a heel turn that's uh, only equatable to that of like Tommy Oliver when he went bad for those five episodes in the, in the early Power Ranger series. So we're going to talk about that. We got Podluck. We got a bunch of other stuff. So if you ladies are ready to go, uh, just say the word and we will get started. Word. What is the word? Uh, that you just said it. You just said it right there. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you just said the <laughs> word right there. So here it is. Uh, Dave Chappelle, attacker charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing roommate 
last year. And this is uh, strange, given the fact that you would think um, he would You would, would be... think that someone who stabs people would not be walking free. Yeah. But he was, and then he did it again. But, like, now we know this guy's weapon of choice. <laughs> a bayonet. He, he, yeah, he, he, I don't know if... Uh, was it a bayonet the first no, time? No, I'm just joking. That would be hilarious like a knife taped to the top of a fake gun. Like, uh, of all things in the world. It was actually built that way. It had the retractable Yeah, still thing. very bizarre to me. It is, yeah. I do like the idea of him going to, like, a gun store and being like, I don't really need a gun, I need a bayonet. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, well, there's a, like, he a civil... He goes in and he's like, you fighting. guys don't understand. I'm a stabber. <laughs> I need something to stab with. <laughs> So uh, his name is Isaiah Lee, and it says, uh, The crazed man accused of attacking comedian Dave Chappelle on stage during a Los Angeles show earlier this month has been charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing his roommate in December. So not earlier this month, back in December. It says, Isaiah Lee, 23, was busted Thursday in connection with the fight with his roommate in a transitional housing facility on December 2nd, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office has so announced. So this guy was in a halfway house and yeah. stabbed his roommate. Yep. And uh, and he got out, which is, that's a problem, you know? Like, uh, uh, you know, we have the, the catch. It's basically like you, you arrest him. Yeah, they, they get let off on charges. And then the same thing happened with Chappelle because uh, everyone's like, you know, maybe he should be charged with a felony. I don't know, like attack with a deadly weapon. I can't think of a deadly weapon more deadly. The only thing more deadly than a gu- like a fake gun with a knife attached to it would be a real gun, right? So is that not a deadly I weapon? Don't know. Either one are deadly. I, I like someone I can like, miss you with a gun, but if someone stabs you, like you're definitely bleeding. I think there's actually like studies that show that people are like more afraid of knives than they are of guns because well, stabbings like, are yeah. on the rise, especially in certain countries. I mean. Let's, we're joking about knife crimes, but they're like actually extremely serious. I, I remember there was like an old, uh, a relief. Uh, it's not funny, but there was like a. They showed like a like a bust in like a like in England, like uh, in Britain. Like they like they had like a drug in weapons bust, and it was like kitchen knives and stuff like that. Because <laughs> if you like, say it's not funny, it's funny. It's, I'm sorry, it, that's it, funny. It's funny. <laughs> uh, it, they're like, look at we got all these butter knives away from these people. Who knows what kind of damage could have been Where's done? Wait, also, license. also, like you could turn a lot of things into a sharp blade, whereas yep. it's harder to turn things into guns. He might have learned that in prison. Let me ask though. I've no, I've no guy, idea if he's been in prison. This guy stabbed his roommate in the halfway house. Yes, and then they were like, well. <laughs> That was close enough. We'll let you go. Like, why is he out and about? I the, the funny thing about this is is uh, they say um, they literally say that uh, Dave Chappelle is the reason they're able to prosecute on this now because of the attention that was gr- given like to him. They lost him and then they found him. It says the DA's office said that the victims ident- uh, identified Lee as his attacker after the suspect gained significant media attention following the onstage confrontation with Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this month. So Chappelle can at least uh, take solace in the fact that. His attempted mauling was uh, enough to bring him to justice no. for another crime. Wait, wait, wait. So the halfway house doesn't have records of who lives with who. I know, right? What? So this the is halfway like... house was like, who stabbed you? And the guy was like, the guy who lives with me. And they're all like, we don't yeah. know who that is. What if this is like what? the Me Too of people who have been <laughs> stabbed by this man and there are more who are waiting to come forward? They're going to come I out of the woodwork. I understand. He was living in a transitional facility that didn't know who he was. How is that possible? You it should doesn't abs- make any sense. Did he live in Portland? <laughs> that it's very uh, no. He I think okay. like, yeah. I would understand if they were like he was at large after the stabbing in this place where he lived with this guy. Uh, but and the, it and sounds was, like instead the guy was like, oh yeah, he did stab me. It was that guy? <laughs> Maybe this guy is like a glory hound, and he's like, yeah, that was the guy that stabbed me, and he's actually just looking for wink, his wink. yeah nudge nudge. Uh, he's looking for his fifteen minutes of fame by blaming this guy. And this Except guy is a really like specific. 
we live together in this place and yeah. like, they probably have records of his injury. And Isaiah Lee, like he said that like the reason he did it was because he wanted to bring uh, like attention to the gentrification problem that like pushed his mother out of her house. So the like, Dave Chappelle what is your target. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, the, I does think, anybody know? I we have like no idea. That's when people but, are like, "Well, I did this because I'm actually trying to do a social, a social justice point." Like, yeah, that's what he was doing. Can you just clarify. admit like that you're unhinged and you no, wanted to hurt? That's somebody. the thing. He probably doesn't realize he's unhinged, right? Like the unhinged don't usually know. You know what? I like the idea that he's just like, you know what? I'm just a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, a villain. I would find that hilarious that and would refreshing. Be, that would be pretty cool. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm the bad guy here. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's the thing is, like, prosecute. Serial killers do that all the time. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm just evil. Yeah. Catch me if you can. <laughs> well, this guy is not the cool... Uh, wait, wait, no. Who did we see yesterday get, like, Army Hammer got compared yeah. to Charles Manson? I'm like, is really? Crazy. Is he really? Comparison. I feel like that's not accurate. We don't have a modern comparison because dna also, like, exists well we have jared leto in his in his yeah, cult <laughs> like, like that's a that's a cold situation like army hanner wouldn't you compare him to like what somebody else who ate people uh well but he, didn't he didn't even eat, eat people, people. Eat that's the funniest Mary, part i'm sorry i'm sorry i know this is one of your like key points in life i will harp he did on not this. eat people but like, as if you're gonna make a comparison, if that's the thing he was like accused of considering doing, I did not. Shouldn't you then also compare him to a cannibal? I yes. did not Instead barbecue that woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. He's like this he is will such be a the tasteful episode. Our, yeah, we're off to already. a real we're episode. off to a fantastic start. Uh, so, it's a, <laughs> so what happens to our friend Isaiah Lee now? So he so uh, he's, he goes back to court on June second, uh, if I if I remember correctly, at the end of the article. But we'll come back up to it. So it says he was charged with four misdemeanors including battery, possessing a deadly weapon with intent to assault, and unauthorized access to the stage area during per performance and commission of an act that delays the event of of uh, or interferes with the performance. So they they got him for ruining Dave Chappelle's act, and that's yeah, about say, it. LA has a law that if you interrupt a live performance, you're in trouble. You are in like I mean, you had oh, a, sure you had a deadly weapon, but it's really the fact that Chappelle didn't get to hit his punchline that. Is the problem here? All of the ticket holders are seeing justice. It's not that they watch someone attack Dave Chappelle; it's that their experience was disrupted. It's the Astro World of what? Dave Chappelle concerts. Uh, oh, this is getting Astro. distasteful. This yeah, is awful. That one was like, too far for me. This, <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah. So, uh, LA, LA City Deputy Attorney Giselle Fran, uh, Fernandez said that during the hearing, thanks thank you. Uh, said that during the hearing that Lee had several prior run-ins with the law, including batter, uh, a battery charge that was reduced to disturbing the peace. Uh, in a charge in San, in, San, in San Bernardino. Here I am not being able to read again. That's, uh, I'm not being able to read. Um, so this is a, a recurring theme of like, you know, you charge them with something lesser than what they were ar initially arrested for, and then they end up getting out and then continuing to cause problems. So I don't know if there's a way to solve this other than actually prosecuting them for what they were supposed to be arrested for and trying to actually lock them up. Not that I I'm a huge fan of the state, but... What do you do? The thing is, like, this guy is a serial menace at this point. Do you guys think that this this guy has been, like, treated, uh... I mean, do you think he's gotten more leeway because he attacked someone that people hate? Like, just straight up. You mean, like, Chappelle? Like, yeah. like, like that guy. Or the roommate. Not his roommate. <laughs> the, the, everyone but maybe hates his the roommate. roommate is a public enemy also. But, like, Dave Chappelle... Well, it's interesting to me because normally you would think in these cases that the that they would only seek justice for the celebrity, but mm -hmm. 
but it's not the celebrity getting justice in this case. Right. It's the it's the person with no uh, viable public persona who's getting justice on behalf of like or because like, or the celebrity. Because existed. Chappelle, it it was like what I would consider to be an attempted murder. Mm-hmm. It absolutely was. I don't it's know also why. Like, probably also his roommate experienced attempted murder. Right? Yeah, like. like how- like I don't understand. I don't know a ton about What's assault law. What's the disconnect law. here? I I don't know a ton about assault law, but like, at what point when you are attacking someone with a weapon does it, at any point, become anything other than? Well, he had the knife here, but he didn't raise it up like this, like the movie well, Psycho. He, so we can't he, actually prosecute he had him a knife, for that. But he just wanted to sort of poke me with it. He yeah. didn't actually mean to kill me. That, and like does Dave Chappelle have anything to say about this? I feel like he's gonna come up with such a good set. I want him to hire the after this. He was frustrated. He was there was I didn't pull up the article, but he was frustrated that the guy wasn't charged right. with a felony. Uh I mean a lot of people believe that it's because people like beat the dude down after they got him off Chappelle, so they like they went easy on him because Yeah, like yeah, like uh, two of the people that were there and I already forget who it was, but two of his like celebrities, celebrities you've yeah, heard yeah, yeah. of before. Uh, Jamie Foxx and uh I forget who the other one was it it wasn't Chris Rock, was it? No, no, <laughs> that, that would be too meta. That would uh, be crazy. Oh, no, it, maybe it was. Um, I have no, no idea. I, but Chris Fox Rock was there, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so to me, it's like now whenever I hear Jamie Foxx, I, I want to do that Im- impression he does, where he goes, "Jamie's a patriot." Like from that interview that people keep reposting now, people like just, desperate like, for approval of people. I don't think that this guy's treatment is necessarily. I just don't get why he was in charge of the felony. Like it doesn't really make sense to me. You would think that they would even want if he did to, get beaten up after like then make Jamie Foxx face charges, right? You would think that they would want him to be prosecuted on behalf of the celebrities who want to feel safe while performing there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that that makes no sense to me. But this is California, so things don't have to make sense on a regular basis. I saw, I, there's some audio, like, of a reposted TikTok I listened to, and it was like, people in California are living in a different country yeah but they're like right, that's these... exactly what katie perry was saying but they were like hollywood is not america they're like posting all these like oh it's such a cute place to take instagram pictures and look at this fun like whatever and in my mind i'm just thinking of like everything else that we know about california i was like yeah but it's not a country i want to live in like whatever's happening there is like it's for buying for and me. selling things pretty much there have been there's a whole like uh i found a whole like like list of photos where of people taking it's like pictures of like really nice cars passing by like tent camps <laughs> uh and it's like if nothing could describe uh, california more perfectly it's it's that if anything i was could listening describe. to this podcast and there's they're interviewing someone from san francisco and he was like i'm from the greatest city on earth san francisco and i remember when i was is there and I watched someone shoot up and then Dude. someone else like relieve himself on the ground. And I was like, the best city, the greatest city on earth. Yeah. Where you buy like double insole shoes so that you don't get a like a, a crack needle through the through the bottom of your foot. I like could not have hepatitis. I felt really bad because like I, I'm glad you like where you're from, sir, but like I, I think that you have a misunderstanding of what greatest city on earth means. Yeah. It's a, so it says Lee was also arrested for assault with a deadly weapon in twenty eighteen wow. and for fella and for felony larceny in New York in twenty fifteen. So the uh, common denominator here in New York, California constantly getting released who could have foreseen this like who could have known that this was going to happen there might be some some sort of connection but it, like what's the answer because it's not going to get any better like no the law enforcement isn't going to get any better the criminal justice I mean, system you can't predict that i weirdly feel like we're waiting for isaiah lee to go to a state that would prosecute him and commit another attack yeah. which is like texas texas or like uh something. i don't know nevada's laws are like like something if he's yeah. in california something close by arizona maybe but yeah. like 
that seems like a very high risk for California to be like, well, if someone else could just put him in jail, that'd be great. Because we don't want to. And the residents of Texas are like, really? Do I have to go out wearing like uh, padded armor until this guy gets, until one of these Dave people Chappelle gets caught? Is in Ohio, like, <laughs> I love it here. Somebody protect me. That, like, like the guy's going to eventually have to be prosecuted, but it's like, it's not, it's not going to end up being for the one with Chappelle. And that's fascinating to me because I feel like 10 years ago, the crime against Chappelle would have been the one that would have been taken seriously. And everybody else would have been kind of like eh whatever uh, you don't matter uh, Chappelle matters because well, it he seems revenue. like this guy's whole I mean for a long time now everyone has been like ah we'll let you go on this one we'll let it slide we'll let it slide it's like how many times does he have to attack someone before we're like hey this person has a problem and it does say in the scuffle security broke Lee's arm which put him in the hospital following the incident like maybe like maybe in that's the scuffle why after he attack him after the attack is already over instead of preventing him from jumping Dave Chappelle in the first place. The security was like, well, I didn't do my job to start, so I better finish strong so they right? don't remember like, that I just what? let him get through and, and attack Dave. And why is that Jamie Foxx's responsibility? <laughs> well, like, I'm so confused. That's the best part that Jamie Foxx is like, here's my moment. And that's <laughs> like terrifying to think about him just like bounding over to you he's like not on my watch <laughs> clenched he's like i played a, an fbi agent in the miami vice movie uh, uh, i know my I stuff i know my stuff yeah. so i'm gonna oh sorry he wasn't an fbi agent he played a local police officer in that so he knows how to beat people up <laughs> so uh so that's uh, apparently what happened there i don't know how i feel about it other than it's like it just seems like play stupid games win stupid prizes when you keep releasing people who have uh, uh like so not just like a history but a consistent history it's not like he did one thing in 2009 uh, and then they're like well you know we couldn't have seen this coming that doesn't make any sense this is like every couple of years this keeps happening and they're like but why is he still free to what you're people? saying can be turned around on you Brett like play stupid games win stupid prizes Dave Chappelle you're making jokes that people feel that angry about then you're going to win the stupid prize. You're going to get attacked. But this guy, like some really people genuinely feel that way. I, I don't. Don't think that's like, like applicable. I think like please. Dave Chappelle isn't playing a game. He's doing his job. Yeah. And like this game that the uh, federal corrections or like federal justice system is playing, which is like, well, we'll just roll the dice and see if this time mm. our lesser sentence rehabilitates this guy who's clearly not being rehabilitated in fact i would argue that his crimes in some way show a pattern of escalation right yeah. to like knowingly attack someone who's on stage in front of witnesses who's being recorded like with the roommate scuffle that's serious right but i don't know the circumstances they could be in the room got out of hand like still not okay but like now he's knowingly attacking someone in front of other people like the risks that he's willing to take are increasing and that seems so strange that like several states justices yeah. would be like well this time he's okay. Also remember this guy had a song about Dave Chappelle on his SoundCloud. So he yeah. was already a fan and there's nothing to say. Like, if that's the, the, if the point of this was about his, you know, bringing attention to his mother's gentrification, you know, the issue of gentrification in his mother's neighborhood uh, and displacement, that's not really Dave Chappelle's 
bag. He wasn't like saying. Or are they performing in his mom's neighborhood? Uh, that, that's the, there was they're no, not. no, like, they're not. So it doesn't make any. He made sense. that up after the fact. Yeah, yeah. My, he's just trying to like excuse guess. himself. He's like, I just happen to have a song about Dave Chappelle, but it's really about my mom. I love well, my mom. I tried to murder someone, and here's why. That was a noble effort. Isaiah <laughs> Lee stopping gentrification one attempted knife attack at a right. time. This, <laughs> like, I don't get this. <laughs> hire him. Play like maybe they should just hire him to be security rather than uh, these people who doing the, their job as security who are apparently bad no, at their jobs because to be direct like this guy is not stable like he's not making logical conclusions I, you could be like hey isaiah you're up we're gonna hire you protect that guy and he'd be like right 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 but i might attack him too and they'd be like what no don't do that and he'd be like well i really can't tell you that's a risk i'm tell willing me about the gentrification take. in this neighborhood and then maybe i'll tell you what i'll do what it's uh that's the risk he's willing to take it's uh so i i would say play stupid games win stupid prizes but make sure you hire enough security to intercept those prizes before they right. make their way to your person. Uh, maybe that's the best way to look at this. But it, it just seems like one of these things where I'm just, I, I, I saw it coming, but not the part about him getting in trouble for that. I, I figured maybe down the line he would do something more severe. Turns and then out he had already finally, done something. Yeah. And I, this was the severe thing. So now we wait for him to do an even more severe thing. We'll, we'll have to see where that goes. I don't know if he's necessarily somebody that's going to be... Like, he could still beat that. What if the judge just orders him to, like, be on a liquid diet? He can never use a knife again. <laughs> he get all handheld foods and smoothies <laughs> only from now on. He's just not allowed to... Or just no, like, just No keep, scissors either, because those could become knives very quickly. Or or, or no plastic silverware, because that can be sharpened mm -hmm. into a, a knife, which is not He's good. never allowed to use anything that looks or could be fashioned into any kind of blade. We'll have to... Well, common sense... Uh, I sharp, doubt he would follow that, just for reference. He but. probably wouldn't, but common sense sharpened object uh, policy seems like a good idea in this context, right? No? Maybe this he should continue songwriting to let out his anger that, hey, that that's probably what a california judge would order him to do the judge is like look i know you've attacked uh, a famous celebrity and you tried to kill your roommate but could you like get a hobby like, the thing is, I believe you can be re rehabilitated <laughs> through song. <laughs> but I'm looking, you guys aren't looking at this, but I'm looking at some of his song lyrics and like this guy just doesn't make any sense. One of the, the songs on um, the same album that had the Dave Chappelle song is titled MAGA, My N-Word. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the lyric is, why is everybody always hating on my president? I'm surprised. Like, what? I'm surprised <laughs> that the, the media didn't say, like, I'm all so attacker <laughs> attacks Dave Chappelle. Why aren't they capitalizing on this angle? That would have, my gosh, that is MAGA like. MAGA conservative attacks dude. Dave Chappelle on stage. I, nothing makes sense But the anymore. thing is, it's because Dave Chappelle is an enemy of the left in a lot of ways. So, mm -hmm. like, they don't care, you know, that, what if right. that's irrelevant to them. What if that was the guy who started Ultra MAGA? That, <laughs> that could, enemy of my enemy that's, is still my enemy. That that could have been the guy who starts Ultra MAGA. Then, then, that's, ah. Thank you. Speaking of which, do ah. we have any uh, Super Hello. Chats? We do. The first one is from Yesh saying, Hey, Mary, you so fine. You so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mary. Hey, hey Mary. Thank you for <laughs> seeing That was excellent. <laughs> my pod like entry will be sent by Monday. Great show, Brett and Hannah Claire. Oh, Thank yes. you. This is like my favorite comment right <laughs> And also, Hava Owens says, It's crazy to see how many people are okay with attacking with people attacking performers as well as other celebs acting like this is okay. Well, he, I mean, he, he, it's not okay. Uh, the, the thing is, like, we're, like, we're joking and we're making light of these things, but it, it really should be an issue of, like, the security should be doing their job, right? Like, why are these... Look, we can talk about it lightly because Dave Chappelle was Thank okay. You. Like, we wouldn't... 
Is that two in a row? That was two in a row. Oh, how fancy. <laughs> that was very fancy. Uh, we can talk about it like this because Dave Chappelle is okay and because this person is in some manner being charged, right? Yeah. Like, if he were at large, if Dave Chappelle had been killed, like, we would talk about it more somberly. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the fact that we think this is serious. Yes. Right? Uh, one, one of the problems I have with culture right now is there's this, uh, for a lack of better term, like, binary nature to how you're able to have discussions, meaning, like, it's either serious or it's not serious. And if it's not serious, you can't joke about it at all uh, And I take issue with that Like you have to be able to find at least some level of humor uh, In these things uh, You're looking at me like I'm uh, insane No I'm not no. Eyes have grown four times in size They, they had uh, Oh I'm you, sorry you, I didn't know yeah, you, Your eyes were very wide there I was just trying to, to listen Okay yeah I'm just like, <laughs> w- like a lot of times when we're talking about stuff We talk about things that it's like Thank you. Thank you. How uh, it, we talk about things where it's like, you know, you you can't necessarily say that it's funny, but you have to be able to find the humor in some of this stuff. Otherwise, you're going to have a very long life. Uh, and I think that this is a case where because Chappelle ended up being OK and with all of the factors involved, you can find some humor in this, even if it's not necessarily an entirely humorous situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Were there more? Yes. <laughs> Waffles Sensei says... Hello, the- Waffles Sensei! <laughs> the escalation of violence is due to politics becoming pop culture. It's like Team Edward, Team Jacob, <laughs> oh except people are literally trying to kill each other over words, ideas, or opinions. Chappelle just stuck his neck out. So, oh, oh, somebody caught me. We, uh, we, um, I screwed up. Th- uh, so before we get into that, uh, he is right. He's absolutely right. Uh, I, I think that part of it, I, I can't even think about Team Jacob versus Team Edward right now. D- did you watch Twilight? I have no I idea if you watched. I absolutely did. You did? What you did you Twilight? think? Uh, of course. <laughs> I did not. I Just think I'm Team Jacob, but like that's a very deep discussion that we're not going to get into right now. Yes. Uh, okay. Do you want to read the last one? And this one's on yeah. me, guys. Uh, they are right about this one. Thousand foot deep end says Shane is looking suspiciously like Hannah Claire today. LOL. He's right. Uh, I screwed up. Uh, I said that at a certain point I said I would there. We fixed it on air. Uh, Oh my good. I do this show twice a week. (laughs) You don't know what my name is. I think um, maybe that's why you were feeling disheveled at first, yeah. but you didn't know why. Oh, that is true. You were sitting there like, I, I think I maybe forgot to do something. I feel like I forgot to do something. Yes. It turns out it's acknowledge who I am as a human being. Is, is, I have... I it's have, okay. I forgive you. I have, really dead na- I have dead named you, and I apologize. Who's to put that in? Whoever super chatted that, I really appreciate you, the assist. Thank you, Thousand Foot Deep End. So yes. Thank you very much. You have humbled me, and I appreciate it, because that was... Uh, I knew I was You should just something. do it more so they have to super chat and call it out. <laughs> just like, I feel like... Like I've forgotten something. Hmm. Like the cameras. It's only someone were to remind it's like, me. It's like a weird I spy game. Like, yeah, <laughs> the cam- something will be slightly wrong every time. The camera will be like half on your face, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll be like, I can't quite figure out what I've done wrong today. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. So we will. Uh, oh, thanks. That, Hello, that one went quite fast. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Oh, here it is. Make Punk Rock Great Again said, Hey guys, glad you got your show on every day. Best wishes and success. If you got if you get bored, come check out some of my new songs, Hive Mind Mentality and Ultra MAGA. Uh we may have to we I might have to look that up when we're when we're off air uh, today. We will have to check that out. <laughs> All right. So let's uh let's move on to now that we've got Hannah Claire's name fixed. Uh, and Hello, it's me, Shane Cashman. <laughs> yes, you could have done a very good Shane Cashman impersonation. Let's move on to the uh, the next topic here. I honestly don't here. think I could impersonate Shane Cashman. He is such an original. 
He is a he's a very gentle. Oh. We will save that one. We will say we are on to ne- the next topic. We are on to the next topic. All right. No so, super chat again, so he has to review your yes. comments. Uh, Bo- uh, Bobby Schmurda uh, praises rap lyrics. Bill in New York State. Now, what about Georgia? Now, the the point of this is that uh, New York State has just uh, passed a new law that basically limits their ability to like prosecute. Uh, song lyrics as evidence and when I initially looked at this it seemed like kind of a duh whatever like that make you know like doesn't that seem like common sense type of thing but the more I read into this the more I, I feel like it, it probably was uh well, can you explain sorry I didn't get a chance to read this beforehand so they're saying during trial if someone is like isn't this your song that's inciting violence or whatever they can only use a limited number of that like in what context are they using we'll, we'll get into it okay. basically it comes down to whether uh it can be perceived as uh as like an um, indication of state of mind yes uh, okay. Well, okay so it says uh new york state pa- uh, new york state senate passed a bill that would limit how song lyrics can be used as evidence in court pitchfork reports senate bill s uh s7527 also known as rap music on trial will not ban song lyrics from being used as evidence altogether but according to the outlet the lyrics will now have to be proved to be literal rather than figurative or fictional supported uh, by artists like jay-z meek mill uh killer mike fat joe and more like there's a lot of people there's actually a lot more names in that though i think those are just the most uh prominent, prominent ones that this just seems like one of those things where if you're in new york and like jay-z is a staple of new york culture uh like you're gonna want to keep he is pe- yeah, yeah, he's yeah, from Brooklyn. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, uh, so like you know, he's I mean, not as synonymous as you know some other people. Who no, might he's like a it. New York native, and he talked. I mean, it's a huge part of his rap music, mm-hmm. and he I think owns some sports team. Maybe? I don't know don't if don't come for me. I don't yeah. know what JT is up. <laughs> so it says uh, this is so this is they spoke to his lawyer uh, Alex Spiro or Spiro uh, sent a letter to the state lawmakers urging the bill to be passed. It says this is an issue that's important to Jay Z and all other artists that have come together to try and bring about this change. Spiro, uh, Spiro said this is a long time coming. Mr. Carter is from New York, and if he can lend his name and his weight, that's what he wants. The sentiment is shared by many other artists who have suffered from having their rap lyrics weaponized again as well. Uh, Mac Phillips a no-limit rapper who was convicted of manslaughter in 2001, I still remember that, after prosecutors heavily cited his lyrics and shared a statement Tuesday giving his thoughts about the bill being passed. Quote, Criminal cases should be uh, should be tried on factual evidence, not the creative expression of an artist. But unfortunately, hip hop has been held to a very different standard in the criminal justice system, at least within the last three decades. Phillips said, uh, "The passage of the New York bill gives me hope that the situations like the one I faced will be prevented from happening to other artists in the future." So, just recently, um, uh, Young Thug and Gunna, who are two, ra- like, I love Gunna's music, uh, just got arrested on RICO charges. Now, the thing is, is like, are we talking about uh, if the idea is that they, they run a criminal enterprise, uh, if, if we're actually talking about rap lyrics as if they run a criminal enterprise, uh, it's not like they're admitting to a crime. They're talking about vaguely committing criminal acts. It's not the same thing as saying, I did this to this person. But if we're talking about them in the context of like working, you know, working with gangs, uh, is this something where they can use the lyrics uh, that are more general? And I don't think they can. I think that the, the what's, what's it considered, what's that called when they have like the... Um, balance of like so the evidence has to be weighed I yeah. can't think of, uh, so it's like what do you do in this case like I don't really think the lyrics are factual like can be stated as factual it should be seen as art so if if someone who's not me is a rapper says like I was in the streets I don't know how to say this, <laughs> like buying guns and drugs and that's like the lyric in their song and then they're later you know charged with like drug trafficking yeah 
this wants to limit it so that the oh hello, hello. Uh, the prosecution can only use a portion of the lyrics or a limited amount. They can't say like you definitely see you talk about it in this lyric, so therefore it's true. Yeah, I, like I said, I, there's not a whole lot here on the bill other than it's just saying like you can't if you can't prove that it was uh, that you're telling the like uh, an actual statement of facts and not just a fictionalized version of what you've done. Uh, I but don't like, know. What I'm saying is like if if. A rapper says, like, I am buying lots of drugs in my music. Sorry, I sound so bad. Like, I know I'm out of my element here, team. But, like, I'm buying a lot of drugs. And Best then they are charged. <laughs> I'm buying lots of drugs and guns. I honestly am so bad at all. <laughs> but, like, if they reference purchasing drugs and then they <clears throat> are charged with drug smuggling or they're arrested in a drug bust and then the prosecution is like, see, you talk about it. And they're like, no, that's fictional. Can we then assume... Even if that scenario that they paint in their specific lyric is fictional, they are aware that they, like, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Like, I am wondering how you distinguish between what's fictional and what is, like, I not. don't know. Especially That's what I'm it seems very hard to do. some of the lyrics connect to what they're doing. Oh, Mary, uh, I think you got to put money in the thing again. There oh, you go. Don't go. give away the behind the scenes <laughs> secrets. I'm gonna Google this log. I'm like, uh, so, so like, but we have we don't just have this. We also have the there's uh, new stuff with Russ. So I don't know if to me if I buy that they should be able to just like prosecute you on stuff you said in a song when you go and you participate in movies or you have uh wait it says okay so the yep. purpose of this law according to Bill. Yep. Hello, is Thank that you. because of my rapping? Yes, it was because you're rapping. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrifying. Um, okay, so. On the New York State Senate government website, says the purpose of this le legislation is to protect freedom of speech and artistic expression in New York State. This bill effectuates the enhanced free speech protections provided by the New York State Constitution, ensuring that criminal defendants are tried based upon evidence of criminal conduct and not the provocative nature of their artistic taste. So they say that, like, if it goes into a song lyrics, you basically can't say that it's, you can't, you're not supposed to say whether or not it's fictionalized. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I, Taylor Swift must love this because now every time she goes through a breakup, she can be like, well, you don't know that. It could be pretend. I feel like this is a case-by-case case basis. Yep. I want to see examples uh, where lyrics have been used as yeah. evidence. Was Bobby Shmurda one of them? Yeah, well, yeah. He uh, So that's his is like a relatively famous case, and I think I still have that article up here. It says uh, he did six years for weapons uh, for weapons charges, and mm -hmm. I believe that his lyrics were used uh, in that case. So it says, well, first we'll go through this one. It says, the newly proposed law prevents cops and prosecutors from using lyrics against them in court cases. The bill has been championed by the likes of Jay-Z. It says, while Bobby is excited for things to come, he really hopes to see the rest of the country adopt similar measures, especially in Georgia, where young thugging Gunna and 26 other members are fighting Rico gang charges. Legal matters aside, Bobby's extremely hyped. You gotta see his energy about having a locked uh, a lock on hip-hop this summer. He doubled down on what he previously promised during a chat with TMZ Hip Hop. So he uh, he had his song Hot uh, N-Word, which I cannot say uh, of course, but that song made him like a target for prosecution and then he did What's like six lyric, years. Let me, let me look know. at the lyrics. Um, so, uh, that's the thing, like it's so hard to talk about these things in abstract terms. Like I get that's how you have to write legislation so it's open-ended can be applied maybe fairly, but like yeah. I am not understanding like if this means that like at first when you just sent me this headline I was like, does that mean you can only reference like one verse of a song or 30 seconds of a song? Mm -hmm. Like, at what point do we decide that's too much or, like, leans too heavily? It's, it's like, how can you regulate in... Okay. in they feel like they were weapons that. charges, so this is unrelated, but he said, I've been selling cracks since the fifth grade. Whoa, two? Thanks. 
<laughs> it's all over the place um, today. It's like Christmas every time. I'd be getting money till I fall out. That's relevant. Um, but I don't see anything about. Like, I still it's like, how do you prove it is actionable? Like it's like, what is that supposed to be like? Shots popping out the AR. <laughs> that's a that's I'm a gun reference. Trigger. That seems also like a gun reference. Yes. I'm so good at music. But I'm like, how but do they there's use nothing? <laughs> everybody catching bullet holes. Bullet holes. <laughs> um, I so I'm a run up. Put that gun on him. All of today's episode uh, segment, like all of the things that Dane makes for like advertising, is just to be you two doing rap lyrics. It's gonna be great. <laughs> no. like, it's, it's gonna be fantastic. Look, I have some talent. Intensely like stoic about it. <laughs> um, I'll just read rap lyrics out loud. I also want to point out that um, uh, that the two bills failed to pass uh, involving California gun legislation with rust uh, involving in like this in like the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, this one says that. Uh, there was competing proposals from Democrat Senate uh, uh, Senator Anthony Portatino, uh, chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee and the author of one of the bills. He strongly urged the entertainment industry groups to work collaboratively to bring forward a consensus approach, uh, n- but no one did. Uh, and then it says down here, it's a powerful and ruthless industry. First, the industry killed Helena. Then they killed the bill that would have made people like her safe. No, incompetent workers uh, did that. And it has nothing to do with the industry. It has to do with the fact that uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed was not good at her job. That is like, a, and then what down. What are they saying? They're the, saying that the, it was the industry that killed her, and like that they the need so for that. The film industry or the gun industry? The film industry. The that the because film the film industry is lobbying. I'm sure to keep these regulations from going into effect because it will cost them more. more money. But wouldn't that seem like it is? Sort of on the industry that like no, I you're don't. allowed to hire someone who isn't trained for their job. But that's but they're they're not talking about. Uh, I looked at like they're not talking about more regulations for armors. They're talking about adding new positions like oversight positions that you should be training these people better and there should be more rigid standards for actually doing the job of an armor outside of apprenticeship, right? Mm-hmm. But does that mean you need to add new positions? No, no, it's you're not they're trying to solve it with like administrative board. Yes, okay, which okay. is not in my at least in my opinion that's not going to work. And they say down here that it says uh I wanted to get to the specific point here it said uh, where the uh, the Alliance of Special Effects and Pyrotechnic Operators opposed the bill, writing in a letter to lawmakers that it would not have prevented the tragedy that occurred in another state, but said that it would negatively impact motion pr- uh, motion picture productions here in California. I believe, now somebody would have to correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, I know for a fact they were working on non-union crew. I do not know if Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is part of the, I'm assuming she was still part of the union, but the set in general was in a lot of chaos, and a breakdown in in, uh, communication at all levels from producer down to armor down to actor uh, is a you know and a bullet ends up in a gun that shouldn't where live round should have never been mm-hmm. I don't believe that more um, legislation and more thank you thank you uh, more I don't believe that more legislation and more um, uh, any of that is going to prevent this from happening I think that you maybe the best idea would be that there be more rigid standards for uh, getting out of an apprenticeship and actually becoming that position full time. I don't know what the term for that would be, you know, so that they're not an apprentice armor or an intern when they actually start doing it on their own. Maybe there has to be more stringent safety measures for like tests they have to pass or time spent. I mean, I, in unions, don't they have to spend a certain amount of hours uh, doing a job under uh, an apprentice? It depends. I feel like this is such a complicated law. It's hard yeah. to comment on without studying it. Yeah. Um, I think that the rust set, like, was very chaotic and in some ways it's like any workplace regulation or issue right like you want 
to have workplaces where people who are operating dangerous equipment are trained. But in this case, like, again, I don't know if Alex, uh, Alec Baldwin has been charged or where that falls, but like, I haven't heard enough about the investigation to know whether the fault fault lies with the armorer or with Alec Baldwin or with some other failure along the way. It seems like it was a perfect storm of everything. $137,000 in fines is what they faced, and now they're still going to finish the movie. Uh, You guys disagreed with me. I don't remember if that was your episode that you think that that's like... I'm just one of those people like I would never want to see the movie like this. Like when Oh, I feel like when I think when I was on we were saying like are they making the movie or are they making the movie about the making No, they're making the movie. They're they're gonna make the movie like to be a lot smarter to just make a documentary at this point. Well, and I feel like Alec Baldwin had that weird trying to like scrabble back into good graces and then he like faded away and then I saw that like People Magazine was like oh my gosh Alec Baldwin and his wife are having their seventh baby. Are you like are leaning towards uh, like negligence and not uh, the suspicion that this was on purpose by anybody I, I, I see negligent like what, what's that uh, Hanlon's law like uh, never assume malice where ignorance is far more likely mm-hmm. right so like mm-hmm. like I'm gonna I'm gonna separate the two bills here uh, uh, I'm gonna go through these two like they just they summarize me it says Cortez's bill uh, would have banned the use of guns and blank ammunition containing gun pl- powder on or other explosive charges from film sets with some exceptions it also would have required producers to hire a set safety coordinator to perform a risk assessment prior to the first day of filming and to uh, to enforce safety rules throughout the production. So more people involved, more hands, like it's just more uh, cogs in the machine with, you know, possibility for failure in there. And, the, you, and then banning the use of blanks on set just doesn't seem like it's ever actually going to pass in California. Do you feel like in some ways this is like sort of semi-gun legislation passed by people who really don't know anything about guns yeah like, do you think if this were because this is being passed in california right mm-hmm. yeah but the shooting took place in arizona uh like, i don't think it was arizona was it arizona yeah i think it was really i i wasn't the set in there i, I could I, I be don't, wrong i don't remember where the um yeah the, the santa fe okay. count it was because he was rushed to like a santa fe hospital like in some uh, ways i would be more curious to hear how arizona which mm-hmm. like certain states are very friendly to like Georgia is a mm. film state like they yes. they bring it in Canada so they Georgia. have some they they are starting to legislate knowing that the film yeah. industry has a foothold there North Carolina yeah. I think is another one I would be curious to hear like how legislators in Arizona would handle this issue in comparison yeah. to California. Well, because I don't know if the if the laws would follow them if they film out of state like with that's the, what I the, mean the, like California could do whatever it wants but if it in santa fe does that mean that like they don't apply so they're regulating an industry that's like irrelevant so that was the first bill and the second bill says portentino's bill would have allowed guns with blank ammunition on set but only under the supervision vision of an armor who has completed a gun safety course created by the office of the state fire marshal it would have allowed live ammunition ammunition only in certain in certain circumstances i am really having trouble reading like uh uh so so in this case it's like uh, they already have to. I assume for like special effects, like where you have to have a bullet or something. The they or for attempted murder, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, just don't give him to that dude from the from Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Just don't but give him a real knives. gun. He likes knives. He's knives only. <laughs> so it's like uh, I have a feeling that the California lot, like the film industry lobbyists, were never going to get this thing. We're gonna never gonna allow these to pass there because it's gonna make. But also, did they need to? This shooting didn't take place there. No, it didn't. And uh, in a traditionally chaotic set my point is that what this movie was is not a representative of that industry as a whole as far as firearm safety uh in this case right Mm -hmm. so it seems 
mind-boggling to me that every time something like this happens, the only answer anyone ever has is more legislation, uh, more rigid standards, more this, more that. When in this case, it's just she didn't do her job. She, she was not good at her job. And this is an issue of the person, not an issue of the process. It's really hard to say. I, I, you know, the last I could see Alec Baldwin is still facing charges. He's not out of hot water yet as of like late April. That's what like a lot of media reports are saying. I think pending the investigation kind of gives an indication of where legislation would or would not be needed. Yeah. I stand by like I see that like it's a California based industry like film. Yeah. But it did happen in Arizona and I it's not totally clear to me that this law is anything but virtue signaling either way. That's what it feels it's like to me. It's showing that they, uh, they're reacting, they're to reacting in a serious manner to it when, but in I don't think there was any, manner. there was any intention of it necessarily coming to any, you know, outcome. Yeah. I hate Re- that. I hate real. Like it's just for show and now we wasted yeah. tax dollars and time. That's like a- I'm a lot more interested in the, in the PR response than actual legislation um and this is just this is a pr response in i feel like this is california's pr response to being like no film is a responsible industry and it's like first off Mm. clearly that's not true (laughs) and second off like this didn't even happen in your state yep unless i i just don't I really wish someone could tell well, me. I'm saying I don't know if I necessarily buy that it's not uh, a safe, uh, at least as far as firearms go. We had the Brandon Lee incident back in uh, the 90s. Um, there have been some other incidents. There have been set, there have been set deaths from people uh, dying from yeah, stunt the work. the guy who was hired to originally play the Tin Man in um, yep. Allison. Er, allergic in, to the. He was allergic to the metal that was used in the paint, and yep. he died. That's a, a very good film trivia that question. Was metal. Thank you. It was. <laughs> I think it was rusty metal. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Uh, People used to be about their craft that much. But no, then no <laughs> one passed a law saying like we must allergy test all of our actors before we decide what cosmetics we're using on them. Nope. Like, oh, I had assumed that it just had like some harmful chemical in it, like no, mercury. He was. He had an anaphylactic reaction. Like wow, he was okay. allergic to the material, okay. from what I understand. Super but chat. Like, it's an obscure allergy. Sorry, I'll talk. It's okay. Um, Fluffy Yellow says, keep up the great job. Also, oh. Tim okay? Why no 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. videos today? I don't Tim's really want to get into the the habit of answering for Tim's whereabouts. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, that's on us. He's uh, uh, We can't say one way or the keep other. Keep up with him on social media. I think it's not a secret, but he'll let you know what Wait, he's doing. Did he, did he say on social media what he's doing? Someone who follows him on Twitter would know. If you follow him yes. on Twitter, you will be able to find Although out. Although I don't what know that he said on. that. Don't come for me if he hasn't said that. <laughs> okay. Tim's uh, fine, just for everyone's reference. Yes. <laughs> Super guy said Mary's arm, army of bears is growing. Really enjoying PCC live so far. Keep up the great work. Yeah, I don't know if they show up totally in my in my shot, but Super Guy sent some additions to the crew back there. So thank you for that. Uh, Thousand Foot Deep End says, I can't take credit for catching Hannah Claire's mislabeled camera. Someone else in the chat noticed it first. LOL. Yeah, but you took but you, action. But you were the I one that paid, it. so thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caper2x said, some cash for Mary's baking fun. Thank you so much. Uh, howdy, Hannah Claire. Brett, please get off your high pony and give the new ST a fair shake. What is that? I'm Star a, Trek. I'm right? assuming. Oh, Star Trek, a fair Star shake. Trek. The show has heart. 
Um, if you mean Star Trek, I'm just, uh, I have to admit, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan to begin with. Uh, as far <laughs> as uh, space operas as such, uh, I would much rather watch Firefly. I wish they had made a thousand seasons of that rather than anything else. But uh, perhaps I shall give it another go. I'm just, I'm not watching Discovery. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to watch Discovery. I will not do it. What I'm about, not, go- not two, even a, what about two million? I am a billion dollars. Uh, for a Let's billion. Let's bring Elon Musk into this. How can we make this happen? <laughs> Let's make a deal. I will only. Only watch Stacey Abrams play president of the world for a billion dollars and not a penny less. Not a penny less. <laughs> Brett has standards. Yes, exactly. Uh, Dave Font says, <laughs> Dave, how is Dave? <laughs> I was in the streets buying guns. <laughs> Hannah Claire, thanks for the clip, friend. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, Dave, no! <laughs> Guys, I Guys, my wait. rap career has like started and died in one moment. <laughs> Hava Owens says, MF Doom, rap snitch n- niches? Uh, looks, like, I, looks like that. Telling on themselves in court, being their own star witness. Oh, that's kind oh, of funny. That's an MF Doom. Okay, that's an MF Doom lyric. Oh. Okay, all right. Um, John Lee says, I'm not 100% sure, but Tay-K's song, The Race, was used against him in his murder trial because it was a song about his actual crime. Wow. It was okay. That was That's a hit, thing. though. Didn't Love Little that Wayne song. like all of his first album? He was like do- talking about stuff he actually did and experienced. Yeah, like I guess it was in the past, and he wasn't facing charges. Are you supposed to not? make art about your experiences now somebody well, called taylor swift wrong you know what i'm saying well that's what that's actually makes an interesting point like if you're if the question is like well then who like if you're making this music and it's not telling your personal experience then what are you telling of like you, you're not contributing to the culture in any way that was actually part of your own experience that's weird you make an album called statue of limitations and you just only release them as like the like time runs out on when you can talk about them that's genius that is call me for all your rap marketing needs <laughs> please don't <laughs> absolutely don't do <laughs> cannot tell you how bad of a suggestion that was that's a fantastic suggestion that's a fantastic suggestion that's my first rap album <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, we've got one more waffles sensei says brett you should read that quote behind you the all technology one i really love it who's that quote from oh that is um okay so that is a quote from my favorite television show of all time it's called person of interest it was a jonathan nolan show on cbs from 2011 to like 2016 uh and that's a quote from season two episode three um, and it's a character named Logan Pierce says to John, I uh, says all technology ages, John. The only thing that doesn't change is wanting to connect with people. Um, That's beautiful. It, in the show, the character of Logan Pierce is like, a, he's supposed to be like a Zuckerberg esque tech billionaire. Uh, and the idea is that uh, uh, yeah, that was the best tech billionaire they could pick. In that, well, of that, all the tech billionaires, just sorry, a kind of lizardy guy. Uh, oh, okay. Back then, I mean, it was twenty. That that episode was in like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. So it was uh, there was less tech billionaires to choose from at the time, at least as far as uh, uh, social media tech. Uh, and in that show, the one of the other main characters, played by Michael Emerson, uh, is supposed to have like created social media to help build the algorithms that helped his artificial intelligence uh data mine for information and so he's kind of like the the tom from myspace uh albeit a albeit one that's like not known to the public uh and then logan pierce is the one who's supposed to be like more like facebook that took over for them so that's uh i do find that quote to be quite moving actually so uh, 
Thank you. Uh, if you guys are ready, we will move on and we will talk about this very sad story about the power. <laughs> uh, Red it's Power not as sad as it is, just it's, absurd. It's kind of funny and, and absurd. Yeah. Uh, Red Power Ranger uh, actor Austin St. John arrested for COVID fraud. Massive <laughs> FBI raid and guns drawn. So like I said, this is the only thing akin to this is uh, Tommy Oliver going evil uh, in the Power Rangers when he was the Green Ranger and had his mind infected and had to be eventually become the White Ranger later on. I want to buy one of those dragon, uh, dragon daggers. I love still. that you know the lore. <laughs> uh, I it was a long, it was long, it was part of my childhood. I didn't. I'm I'm not one of those people that followed Power Rangers after the Power first. Rangers are a long surviving series. They yes. had several iterations. Like I think you could probably still find Power Rangers on TV for. No, there is, and there's. I think that's cool because I grew up with Power Rangers too, and like I don't know any of the lore. But it like, has an extremely. It was a good it was a good time. It has an extremely rabid fan base still. It's like one of those That's things crazy. where it's like uh, the the people, they love the comics. They love the, the original art. Uh, they do fan films. We said that we like it though. They're going to ruin it somehow. Yes. Uh, so they, they're like, they make fan films, stuff like that. The 2017 movie was, I, I officially started to feel old when like um, there's an actress in there that plays uh, one of the character's moms. I, I think it's Trini's mom. And the actress who plays the mom is like Erica Sarah. And I'm like, she can't really be the age of a mom. And I looked it up. And I'm like, oh, she's only like a couple of years older than me. And it just, I'm kind of like, Ugh. You too could be a mom if you wanted to. If if I wanted to, I am I am the age <laughs> of kidding. I am at the age of motherhood. <laughs> so it says uh, actor well, uh, motherhood, and then some other barriers to that. Uh, so it says uh, Austin St. John, the actor who played the Red Power Ranger in the '90s TV series, has had his house raided by the feds. He's now under arrest for a massive federal criminal case. One of St. John's neighbors told TMZ that approximately 15 FBI agents and tactical gear rolled what up to St. John's house. I uh, I know, right? His and neighbor, he, and then he didn't even get his name in print. Ha ha ha. Thursday at at 7 a.m. in ta in the uh, in Tahoe sub. Oh, Tahoe Suburbans ugh, in an upscale neighborhood in McKinney, Texas, brandishing what looked like AR-15s as they approached his porch. Don't you guys I think that that's a little bit of a, an overreaction to a financial didn't, crime? Didn't they do this to, what's his name, um, from the Trump administration? They do this all the time. Uh, I could be misremembering. They also like did this to James O'Keefe with Veritas. So like, yeah. So it says show of force. You know, geez. they entered the home when they came out. They had uh, they had plus one St. John in cuffs. Turns out there was a massive federal indictment involving 18 people who have now been charged with fraud. The indictment alleges that St. John was part of a scheme to defraud the Small Business Business Administration's Paycheck Protection Program. That's the program designed to help small small businesses affected by COVID. So this was uh, this isn't the first time this has happened either, from what I remember. Uh, and I, I do have that other one, uh, that other article pulled up. It's but not it says, the first time the Red Power Ranger has been arrested. <laughs> that no, that somebody, <laughs> that celebrities have uh, gotten caught um, defrauding. defrauding the pay. Yeah, well, actually, one of my favorite times I report on this for uh, Tim's site was uh, the NBA had a big like defrauding yeah. scandal. There were a bunch of NBA players who were faking medical documents to make claims mm. because they have like continuing health insurance even mm -hmm. after they're retired. So it says he got he got sixteen. It says St. John allegedly got sixteen loans totaling three point five million, which he used for personal purchases and not for the intended purpose. Even if it was used for the intended purpose, the feds claimed it was obtained fraudulently. Uh, St. John played Jason Scott, uh, Jason Lee Scott in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which launched his career in 1993. I mean, launched is a pretty harsh uh, or pretty. He lives in an upscale neighborhood in McKinney, Texas. Yes. He is a star. So, Actually, McKinney's a cool place. 
Uh, yes, we. Uh, I know people from McKinney. Me so too. we go down here and it says uh, the indictment states two other defendants, Michael Hill and Andrew Moran, were ringleaders in corralling 16 others to apply for small business loans with falsified documents and collected the money for their own personal purchases. So the first article made it seem like he made all 16, he filed for all 16 loans himself. But what it is is like a bunch of people get brought into this to. Under him? Yes. Uh, under, under these other two people. He was just one of oh, 16 okay, other okay. people who, who did this. It says. Uh, on the applications, the defendants are alleged to have misrepresented material information, such as the true nature of their business, the number of employees, and the amount of payroll. Did this guy have anyone on his payroll? Uh, it says uh, it does not list the, anything there. It. I'm, ones, I'm uh, guessing that he doesn't because he was charged with fraud. So it says the mm -hmm. Paycheck uh, Protection Program was designed to help struggling small businesses during the pandemic and giving loans to business owners in need as part of the CARES Act passed in 2020. So this is kind of fascinating because uh, the other one I remembered was there was like an old mid-2000s or like late 90s musician, a band called uh, Pretty Ricky and like the lead singer of Pretty Ricky got caught up in this as well as well as a bunch of other artists from like Georgia and that was mostly musicians uh, so it says um, I don't know like if, if you're thank Ooh. you thank you if you're an entertainer and you you got your money up you don't need to commit fraud so well yeah this I is embarrassing for Oh, this awesome time it gave me hundreds. <laughs> so it says, uh, this is the, uh, I'm, I'm just pulling this over. This is the other indictment. This is the one from Georgia. It says, uh, among those indicted were uh, Ion Overman. I think that, I don't know if that was supposed to be Ian, but I'm guessing it's Ion. Overman, an actress who appeared in the early 2000s series Port Charles, as well as Desperate Housewives, and Tyler Perry's Medea Goes to Jail. That's ironic, kind of, in a way. Uh, I don't know. If she, she, well, she doesn't play Medea, so I guess that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, Carlos Klaus St uh, Stevens, a uh, music producer and consultant who worked with Master P and Lil Romeo. Uh, that's too bad because Master P is awesome still to this day. Uh, Dale Gudbaldo, an actor who appeared in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Again, a bit ironic, but, you know. Uh, uh, and then uh, media personality... Oh, uh, Marvin Luton, uh, media personality covering hip-hop... Uh, known as uh, OG Shoddy Powers. Uh, the people involved in the indictment haven't spoken publicly as of yet. And then the other one said that uh, basically they were using it to keep their lifestyle up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's... Uh, it's thank you. Uh, I, I think we are running dry on our, uh, on our special um, money machines today. That's how uh, generous people are being. That's uh, very nice. Well, so we load them so they'll keep being generous. Yes. Um, so it's funny about this is like, you're right. Like if you're making good money, and a lot of these actors, it's not like the people mentioned were like high-name people, right? So it's like they, they're, not, they're still living paycheck to paycheck a lot of the time, right? They're not living in million-dollar mansions. They're just happen to be part of an industry where the persona of most of those people yeah. is that they live in and that world. And depending on how you like structure your money and stuff right you could like make a lot of money when yeah. you're a young actor your career kind of dies off and so you invest in other things you have a sort of second career yeah i mean there's no reason to believe he's doing poorly financially he's not necessarily living paycheck to paycheck but like that doesn't def doesn't necessarily give you credit to give to uh defraud the government also some people are just greedy <laughs> uh you know some people are just greedy and think that they can get away with stuff that they can't and yeah. that's uh, that's even more heartbreaking to i me. have seen a couple things about these loans that were like given out in the COVID era that like because they were coming out so quickly and people were applying for them not everyone understood like with the loans like what you needed to submit like you could get them but you could get them having not totally accurately represented your information and then it was a question of like or like what you had to do afterwards yeah i've heard that there is some bureaucratic like um misinformation out there or like it's been difficult to follow and this they... doesn't seem like it this seems like an intentional yeah. plot to be like 
we'd like some money. Please give us some money. Also, there was like a lot of stuff when people were applying for unemployment that they like tried to ease the process of applying for unemployment because it was bogging down the system in a lot of these states, mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, you know, but of course, whenever uh, tragedy or misfortune or bad events come about, there's going to be people who want to take advantage. And that's kind of. Do you uh, guys think that an entertainer would be uh, more likely to take advantage of an unfortunate situation? Uh, like, like speaking to the morality of like yeah. uh, of the entertainer, like he, it's not like this guy's been acting like a ton. So it's like I, I don't like think of him the same way as I would think of like no, yeah. uh, if this now if Tom Cruise, who we're going to talk about here in a little bit, why? Uh, uh, don't worry, it's uh, it's not about Tom Cruise, it's about a movie he's in. But like if if somebody of that level of money uh, is doing something like this, that's so abhorrent that I, I don't think anybody can get behind that uh, or believe that they would do something like that. But somebody like this, who's like an actor, but not necessarily uh, a working. actor actor who's probably doing other things with his money and his time now uh it's more likely to believe that they would think that they could get away with something yeah like i i feel like i'm not willing to say like oh because he's an entertainer he's more likely to right there are sleazy people in all industries who will take advantage of like whatever benefits they can absolutely i think that like studies show that certain personality types or certain personality disorders are drawn to certain careers and so like in that sense maybe if you're arguing like people who are drawn to acting are also like report higher rates of like deceptiveness then maybe i could, could get behind it but like just as a generalization i, I don't feel it, like yeah. it well it's like um uh i forget what it is but it's the personality type that hillary clinton is on the myers-briggs <laughs> like intj i think there what does are, that mean what does that mean it's oh uh myers-briggs or INTJ? no intj it's like introverted intuitive thinking judging judging and wow like the highest concentration of them in in america are in and around dc politicians or like um car salesmen report higher rates of sociopathy wow. study show so like in that sense yeah okay like, isn't that also long-held suspicion of like ceos that like mm -hmm. the idea being that like if you're going to like literally be responsible for the lives uh, the livelihoods of like hundreds of people or thousands of people you kind of have to be able to treat them like like look at them as if they're well, numbers on a spreadsheet well, that's what an intelligent like, psychopath yeah. is and then like an unintelligent psychopath is just like belligerent the yeah. guy who stabbed Dave Chappelle. Like, <laughs> yeah, like think about literally... sociopaths is like a lack of the ability to feel empathy, right? So yeah. like one of the reasons you might say a sociopath might exceed in sales is like they don't care if they're ripping you off. Like yeah. that's not their focus, right? Because they literally can't feel that. And so in that sense, like just to, to reiterate the point, like I actually don't know that entertainers are more likely to commit fraud. Like, especially successful actors, if you have the money, why do you need to? Mm -hmm. But, like, again, if we're supporting high rates of deceptiveness or greed in certain industries, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I wonder that's... if some, like, bigger names are involved, but they won't get caught. Pro yeah, like, uh, like their, their name doesn't quite come up in the indictment, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That, that seems likely. All right. Were there any super chats there? Uh, I believe see. I saw two there. I feel like I saw more. Okay, 14 Apple Pie said, not that into rap music of today's era, mainly listen to reggae. Y'all should give the group Laya or Leah Tara a listen. Great songs, lyrics helped me in hard times. That's uh, one cool. of the best things in the world is to have music that uh, it helps you when you're when you're struggling with that. I have reggae a lot of bands is like, like that. a little too positive for me. <laughs> that does not surprise me at tortured. Do they have like <laughs> death metal reggae we could play? <laughs> Do they have sort of punk reggae? Music not being being too positive for you is absolutely something that I buy. <laughs> that I buy that. 
like 110 percent. Or it's not vapid enough, maybe. Um, Blue Ridge Bear said, y'all should discuss your favorite and most underrated movies. I'm surprised more people don't know about The Rocker with Rain Wilson and MySpace. Mm. Uh, I try. You, have you guys heard of that? I, no, those I are haven't. not ones that I've heard of. I've tried. I mean, I think you do it sometimes. But Brett and I have talked about having a segment where it's called like, I'm not over this. And you could just talk about yeah. stuff that's happened in the past. So we did we that once, about, right? Yeah, we, we did that. brought it back since. We did that with White Boy Summer for Dane uh, yeah. so that Dane could talk about White Boy Summer. I wanted to do it with the story about all of the dog, uh, about the dog that got addicted to cocaine because of all the coke that was being done at the Playboy Mansion. I think that uh, there are like a lot of ways you could apply this. So probably talking about like our favorite movies or like. I would love to be able to just like pick, oh. a, pick a TV show that I love and just talk about it randomly on like n- not even like record a video because I'm like I'm too ADHD to be able to do it in like the in like a segmented format where I like I talk about the things I like I talk about this I talk about that I want to just be able to like say this is what I'm going to talk about and then just yeah for as, as long as I can we talked about uh on like a weekend segment like towards the end of the week doing a like uh, here's what you should watch Like a recommendation So you could recommend yeah. Something current Or something coming out But you could also be like I love this movie It doesn't get enough attention And recommend it mm-hmm. So maybe like There are ways to work that in The uh, This week that would be Telling people to go watch The Wire Because they should all be Watching The Wire again uh, For the However many times you've seen it It's not enough You should be watching it Multiple times uh, Because Where it's, is that again? Uh, uh, the Wire is on HBO Max Right but now I've never seen The I'm Wire I'm not going to pay for that That's, See a girl who doesn't pay for streaming. My my research continues. This, Wait, is that like a I have theory a, you have? Yeah, I have a pet theory that <laughs> women don't pay for streaming at the rates that men do. Men will have multiple streaming platforms that they pay for. And anecdotal evidence suggests that women are less likely hmm. to pay for any of them. And if they are going to pay for them, it's like one or two. In because fact, I think women's women are, recurring payments are on like themselves not on well I, I also think women are more likely to pay for like music platforms like i think more women pay for spotify again oh all yeah anecdot- i pay for spotify all anecdotal evidence but uh please submit your answers to continue my research <laughs> <laughs> well we'll have to see i still say that uh, uh, uh there's no gender discrimination that people of all uh genders the thing is, uh we'll love. come in here and brett will be like yeah i pay for hbo and i pay for hulu and i pay for netflix and i pay for this and that and I'll be i like, don't say I don't that pay for any of them mary doesn't pay for any of them no. she so, says that like i say it with pride i don't say that with pride she says i'm just it with like a bit of pain in his voice but nonetheless got, like, flags and like buttons you wear on your shirt i pay for multiple streaming services <laughs> yeah you're saying that like i'm like like flying I heart fl- netflix <laughs> no i'm saying it like you look at it as something that like is worth spending your money on and i think more women are like ah, i can borrow someone's password right and that's why netflix is like not for long well that's anti-feminist uh, that is <laughs> whoa just kidding i don't care about feminism that is pure uh gender thanks thank you that that is pure uh gender bias to say that women can just borrow someone's password because those guys couldn't get away with that or it's playing <laughs> to stereotypes because women work more collaboratively than men maybe i don't know i'd love to continue this research please super chat so maybe my um, my project can get some funding <laughs> perfect should i read this one? yes oh, wait okay uh 14 apple pie added another one uh, i read it wrong it was an i not an it not an l so it was a capital I. It was Ayatera. Uh, Random, okay. but they have a metal clothing line too. Uh, that seems Mary's perfect. Like, I'm in. Yeah, Mary's like. I'm more into that than than the music. She's like, I can't have my music too happy. That's that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. All right, all right. Podluck, which uh, we apparently 
thanks to a super chat earlier, somebody said that they're going to to send one in. I don't think we would actually by legally... Monday. There's a deadline. Hurry I... up. A self-imposed deadline. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we would legally be able to use that. So uh, if they uh, give it to us copyright free. Why not? I I just feel like isn't this kind of the same thing? Like yeah, the when... email note. You Wait, guys have my permission mean? to use this. Well, isn't this like one of those things? You they... told them to send in. So, sorry, Brett's <laughs> real mad that I'm interrupting. But I, like, you made a request telling people to send stuff in. They're following through. I, I feel like it was like half a joke. Maybe I'm just too dry. Uh, the idea is like this. There sa- are no jokes when it comes to Podluck theme songs. This is true. But the uh, the idea is that like uh, you can't just like tell people a movie pitch like you if you're if you're producing movies you can't just hear pitches from people oh. for threat of it being copied you know like then coming back later and copywriting it and telling you like you stole their idea mm-hmm. so you're not even supposed to listen to other people give you movie ideas for that purpose uh-huh. so maybe that's why we're we're gonna get in big yeah. legal trouble i'm yeah. sure we, we we will so uh we'll we'll have to see so do you want to read, read that one that before one? we go yeah okay let's see no no comments thank you striver <laughs> That was just for fun. There was there yeah. was no message, but nope. we're very grateful for your con- Dude, contribution. That was great. I'll take that as a baking fund. That no, be- wait, that's for my research. <laughs> we we will go with that. All right, let's move on. Podluck, so Driver, let us know what that was for. We uh, Podluck says the last samurai actor defends movie against white savior backlash. This one was very interesting to me because what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through some of this. Uh, Ken Wat, this is from Ken Watanabe talking about this, but I want to read this and I'm going to read you the description of the movie, how it's given on IMDb, and tell me if it doesn't seem kind of insane that people have a problem with this. Whatever your thoughts are on like how movies have been made with like white people taking over roles or people of other uh, races taking over roles and stuff like this, they recently um, who is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, so the uh, my my favorite example is like um, not in movies, but like they recently got rid of Danny Rand as like Iron Fist because he's like a white dude who does martial arts, uh, and they're like, you can't do that, and so they make an Asian guy but the martial arts. That whole Cobra Kai TV show gets to stay. That gets a pass. Uh, well, uh, it gets. Yeah, do you dislike in? that one? No, I no, don't. That, that, like that one, that? but like. It's we can't make new things about white people who do. Oh, oh, yeah. It's also unevenly enforced. But the the point is, so it says, uh, in an interview with The Guardian, Watanabe, who was nominated for an Academy Award for his re- supporting role in the film, defended The Last Samurai against those claiming that it was nothing more than a white savior movie. Uh, in the actor's opinion, the movie provided a valuable chance for Asian characters to be portrayed in a way that moved on from many years of racial stereotyping. The actor said, I didn't think of it like that. I just thought we had an opportunity to depict Japan to depict Japan in a way that we never were able to before. So we thought we were making something special. Before The Last Samurai, there was the stereotype of Asian people with glasses, buck teeth, and a camera. It was stupid, but after The Last Samurai came out, Hollywood tried to be more authentic when it came to Asian stories so one of my problems that i have with most of the people in these spheres is that they want to pretend like all the progress and all the growth that's ever happened in these industries has happened in like the last five years mm-hmm. uh, they, they want to pretend like hollywood wasn't always we were evil and then we decided not to be evil one day at random exactly and we had now a, we're great we had a committee meeting and we're like we've we got to like, announce guys being evil. we're evil let's just stop being evil so, and then it's it worked. played out evilness in the movie industry it's so over but it's just <laughs> canceled like, uh the arts is famously a place for people with progressive views the business side of it why not so much why, have to be? why why do i'm not i i don't know why i'm just telling Maybe you they oppress conservative the, voices yes the fact that they're like subversive in some way yeah 
Uh, I don't so, know. so it goes on and says, well, The Last Samurai came out at a time when there were more calls for diversity in movie roles for all minority groups. There has been an ongoing battle in Hollywood to try and get the balance right to please everyone. That is a literal impossible task. You will never, ever, 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 ever make everyone happy. You know what's crazy? I see so much stuff right now. I follow a lot of like psychology or sociology uh, topics and writers. And mm-hmm. like there's a lot of self-help books that are like, stop being a people pleaser. Being a people pleaser ultimately makes everyone including yourself unhappy unless you're the hollywood casting directors you guys gotta make this work sucks to be you like they're pretending to be people pleasing but they actually have contempt for the audiences it's because they hate everyone like i guess being a people pleaser in your own life does make you resent other people so it makes sense Mm -hmm. so it says well there have been changes in the fact that asian characters are now being seen in more prominent roles something that took a huge leap forward with the success of squid games on netflix as well as marvel's uh release of shang chi and the legend of the ten rings they act like uh bruce lee wasn't a thing or jackie chan wasn't a thing or jet lee wasn't a thing or any of these actors weren't a thing in like the 2000s and the 90s and the 80s and 70s Mm -hmm. that's annoying uh, th- that's Maybe annoying. Maybe they were me. impressed, uh, even if they didn't know it. Well, well, and one of the problems they I also have with that act is like Asian cinema was not real. Like Hong Kong cinema, yeah, like Hong Kong cinema wasn't a thing. So it says. Mm-hmm. However, there are those who argue that representation in some movies and TV shows is being pushed to the point where every production has some uh, one of from each race, gender, sexual orientation, and more, which doesn't necessarily put the right people in the right roles. Uh, when this noise arises, it sets off another wave of usually toxic social media po- posts, and then the cycle begins again. They're right. This this is what happens literally every time. You cannot make everyone happy. Everyone argues. You start over. But what I want to talk about is I want to read you the synopsis of this movie and tell me if this doesn't sound like I saw The Last Samurai. It's been so long that I remember literally nothing about it. I was so young when I saw it. But So it says, In the 1870s, Captain Nathan Algren, a cynical veteran of the American Civil War who, w- who will work for anyone, is hired by Americans who want lucrative contracts with the Emperor of Japan to train the peasant conscripts for the first standing Imperial Army in modern warfare using weapon in modern warfare using firearms the imperial uh, amora played by masato harada uh, cabinet's first priority is to repress a rebellion of traditionalist samurai hereditary warriors who remain devoted to the sacred dynasty but reject the westernizing policy and refuse the firearms yet when his ill-prepared superior forces uh, force sets out too soon their panic allows the sword-wielding samurai to crush them badly wounded algren's courageous stand makes the samurai leader Katsumoto, uh, played by Kent Watanabe, spare his life. Once nursed back to health, he learns to know and respect the old Japanese way and participates as an advisor in Katsumoto's failed attempt to save the Bushido tradition. So I don't see that as white savior. I see that as somebody who goes, uh, experiences another culture and grows. But because but it is... That's not allowed anymore. That, it's not allowed well, anymore. And that would imply that they saw white culture and grew in a positive way from it, right? Yes. Which would be or against the, narrative. Have you seen this movie? That's what I was whispering to you. Uh, I did when I was a kid. I don't remember much of it. But I'm saying he, he experiences their culture and grows. It's not that he goes there and changes them into their ways. Well, it's ex- like it's both ways. Like, yeah, obviously the, the culture is affected by him. He's affected by their culture, which is what it is. That's we- literally just the story of humanity. All humanity at all like, times. <laughs> but but that's like something we're like so um, obsessive compulsive about now yeah. that we can't comprehend it. 
it's fascinating to me like how the <laughs> the like the your modern day progressive audience literally thinks they are the first people in the world to discover these things right. and look at any attempt previously because it's not held to the standard that they believe is worthy of today in 2022 that that is somehow bad uh, if anything, this was more of an equitable approach than the one we're taking now, which is that no one can uh, engage with a culture that is not their own. Otherwise, you're appropriating it. Right. So it's just that that baffles my... Unless uh, you're bashing European or, culture. Yes. Then it's fine. Well, even, even that, yeah. like, I, I hesitate to, to go that far in the discussion. I'm just sick of Sorry, the... Brad. I'm just sick of the bar. <laughs> just, I'm just walking up to the line. I'm not, <laughs> say, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that, like, to me, it's like, that's where we expect these conversations to go. But to me, the, this is one of those Thank things you. where I just don't know what they want. Like, they literally expect everything... They don't everything. even know what they want, Brett. Yeah. They just want to complain. That's I, what they want. Well, I'm here looking for a little bit of logic and a little bit of grace, and I'm getting well, none of it from you. And I people. think part of it is, like, this expectation of culture, like, they want everyone to fall in line in the most perfect way. And I think when you're really trying to make progress, you accept, like... Um, you accept you're a little bit more forgiving on when people err, right? Yeah. Like you just want to see people start to try as opposed to holding everyone to a standard which they won't reach. Yeah. And so everyone's afraid to try. Yeah. And you you want to go ahead and you can read that super chat because it's relevant to this topic before we go on to the move sure. on to the next thing. In, Waffles in Sensei said, not crying about it, but Last of the Mohicans and The Last Samurai are both movies about a dying culture has a white guy playing the last survivor. I do wonder if some of that has to do with the fact that it's a Western-made movie. So you draw from your country's own experience as you interact with the other culture. If the movie had been made in Japan, it likely would have had a different protagonist in the film, right? Uh, at the time now, you it's theoretically poss or probable that in America, because we are such a ethnically and racially diverse culture here that we were probably would uh hi, um cast somebody of a different race or gender or i or, or ethnicity than white now or we wouldn't do that now we would put somebody in from another group so is that bad like but is it also, bad because of that we're interpreting a movie about an interaction between two cultures in a much different way yes. than, mm -hmm. than we otherwise would have yeah absolutely so it's just these are the things where i, I feel like Whereas when it's created, it was done without malice and with uh, focus on story uh, and to tell a good story. Whereas when the people interpret it now, they interpret it as if it was done with malice. Yeah, it's I sort feel of like just like the remake of, of Mulan. Like it yes. was taken, all of the levity was just gone. Mm -hmm. It's like we pretended that was never a movie for children. Yeah, I think that like a lot of these movies at the time were just movies. They're just entertainment. Yes. They're a different mm -hmm. perspective on a different world. Like, you know, it wasn't anything intended as like a barbed insult. And now we feel afraid of what we've created and we are unwilling to just accept that like it was made with good intention because even if it was, it did something wrong and we have to punish everything that goes wrong. And I, I, I just, I hate the way that culture has gone that way because it stifles creativity mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion. All right, uh, I want to talk about two things that I don't think need to be made, and I might catch a little flack for this first one here, and that's that uh, Daredevil is uh, moving to Disney+, Plus, and the series will be a continuation in something new. I don't want them to do this because they are not going to be respectful of the tone of the Daredevil Netflix show, which was far darker. Uh, the example I was always I will always give is in the second episode, first second episode, you see Kingpin behead someone with a car door. Literally decapitates wow. a dude with a car door 
if you believe that Netflix is going to create something that's not wacky and different, uh, that's that's. You think Netflix is going to make it worse? No, no. Netflix already did that. Uh, it's on Disney. Like now, it's been reestablished. Now Disney has the rights but to it that. It is the same show. It's right? the same. Uh, now this is this is a problem. Like it's the same actor. But it's not quite the same version of the character. It's, it's a different it, canon entirely. It's uh, they they. This is so confusing. They, oh, Shapak was like, "I've got this guy." They what? they choose to vaguely define and only uh, interact with certain elements of it. So it's like it's kind of the same character, but not really. So and you it, don't know for sure. What? Does this pass the sequel test? Is this a sequel or is it like this is a continuation? It's it's te- technically what this would be is a continuation of if they if they bring Charlie Cox it back on like as Daredevil, two. it would be like see if, as if they made a season four oh. it's just going to feel nothing like the three okay, previous so seasons. they're not maybe the really feel great. is going to be different yes um and the the writing is going to be different but is the the actual canon like shifting over to a different canon you won't know the, it, what do like, you mean likely, you won't it, know this likely is, they won't address it i don't it. even care about daredevil and this is pissing me off yes so uh so it says what could this mean exactly so it says, uh, considering that Charlie Cox has already reprised his role. Are you saying role, we won't know until we see it? You won't know until you see it, whether it's like... Okay, or ever, maybe. Uh, it says, so basically he acknowledged that... it become clear when we watch it, whether or not they stuck to canon? He acknowledged when, he, when, when doing interviews that he would be okay with them making a less violent version of the show. But then it's not this show. Then it's not this version of Daredevil. Just cast a new actor. Yes, Charlie Cox is perfect as Matt Murdock. But if it's not going to be what we've already seen, it's fundamentally a different piece of media. Just make something different. I don't need to see this Disneyfied. I don't, and I don't Disney-fied. want to. That's that. Yes. That Do you think a, they're trying to make it a kiddie show? I don't know if they will if they will drop it to that level, but it's certainly going to feel. Disney Plus in general just seems more averse to showing any violence on their shows. All of the and people are like, it'll be fine because they've added uh, uh, like par- like parental warning settings uh. for like the Netflix uh, Marvel shows because they were very like most of them were quite violent. But as we've already seen, they're already censoring stuff and making uh, changes to things after it's already come out. I don't buy for a second that this will carry any of the spirit that the Marvel uh, that the Netflix version of this character did I guess Disney Plus just wants to be like the streaming service that like a parent plops down their kid and just hits autoplay basically and it doesn't matter what comes up they want to let Disney parent your children basically why did it go to Disney this is so weirdly like 2000s Disney Disney owns Marvel (laughs) Uh, yeah. And they licensed those characters out to ne- to Netflix, Netflix to make those shows. But wh- why did so? It, like then Netflix built it into something cool, and then Disney was like, "Just kidding, it's ours. We want it back." They took it back after the the license ended, uh, which they chose not to extend. Be- after see after uh, the third phase of Marvel movies ended, they've now started to roll all this stuff up into one so banner. Is this like Disney farming out stuff so that like better content creators can? Back then, it. yes. Now, no. Now it's all under the Disney umbrella. But like, uh, Disney but like what I'm umbrella. saying is they loaned this license to Netflix, which built a show that people were excited about. They Several and so characters. so now Disney is saying like your audience that you've established for the show is hopefully going to convert to being a Disney That's audience. That's what they would hope, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I don't buy that the... Uh, I think that the fans who will go over and follow it to Marvel or to Disney will likely already going to watch stuff on Disney Plus anyways. Mm. But uh, like if I use myself as my own like as the litmus test for somebody who's like cares, uh, cared about the character at a certain point when he was young, enjoyed this series... But knows what Disney is like. I'm not going to follow them over there and expect this to be any good. Uh, I I don't want to see She-Hulk. You're not even attempted like tempted to like give it a try. 
I will watch the trailer and make my <laughs> uh, make my basis from there. Okay. But like I said, he's already acknowledged that he would be okay with making a less violent version of this character. But then just do a different, then make it something different. Like it's not going to feel like the same thing. So it's the same character, but if it's a fundamentally less violent version of this character, well, is are the this, original show that violent that taking it out would be like a dramatic change? It's it's not just the violence; it's the tone of the show is is dramatically darker than most uh, almost everything Marvel has ever made. Anyways, in fact, mm-hmm. probably is darker than everything Marvel has made. Somebody could fact check me on what they think would have been uh, a harsher version uh, in the Marvel universe. But those shows were not meant for kids; they were darker story. It was a darker form of storytelling: drugs, uh, abuse. Things like that. Uh, the the Jessica Jones show came up to a lot to do with the concept of consent because the the character of the Purple Man had the ability to control you by with his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that were all themes that were darker and more adult in nature. And I don't want to see done on Disney. I just don't care. Like that's uh, that's just me. But I have a feeling that most people will probably disagree with me because they're just happy to see the character come back because Matt Murdock is so good as uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Bre- um, um, Charlie Cox is so good as Matt Murdock in Daredevil that they're just happy to see him back, but I'm just not. So that's just, that's my take on it. Uh, I apologize for that rant. Oh, and then we do have our own like mini version of like who the hell asked for this. And that's an Ocean's Eleven prequel with um, Margot Robbie in it. The saving grace being that Margot Robbie is fantastic, but nobody wants to see a, a, Ocean's Eleven prequel. What did you say she was of of women? The Tom Cruise of, she, of women. At she's this the time? most bankable. She, I was. I just didn't no, understand that comment. She's the most bankable <laughs> you're female. Too young for Tom Cruise to be a relevant reference in your life. She is the most <laughs> bankable female star right now, in my opinion. In Hollywood, she's. So? Uh, maybe I feel maybe like Anya Taylor Joy is up there too. Okay, yeah, yeah she's like, doing pretty well. But but I think Margot. Robbie has done a little bit more. Like I think she, she's even a little mm-hmm. bit more established than her. I'm uh, really excited for the Barbie movie. <laughs> I really. I think am. it's a 1980s Barbie. Did you but see people that? were talking about how like there are going to be multiple versions of Ken, and they, uh, they were complaining about it because they were like, "Is this a multiverse? Or Barbie is this like Barbie movie? is having trouble dating and can't find a man? Like let her just be with Ken." The idea of a multiverse Barbie movie makes me so unhappy. The multiverse it's, it's, of Mattel is what they called it. The the Mattel universe, my God help us. <laughs> multiverse <laughs> is such a buzzword these days. Yes. Like, if we just stick it to anything. Say. So, uh, she's starring in an Ocean's Eleven prequel with Jay Roach directing. It says, details have not been revealed about the story, but it is said to be a prequel that is set in Europe in the 60s, making it unlikely any of the stars from the previous Ocean films would be reprising their roles. Also, they're like, 20 years older now so they wouldn't be able to play a character from that period so uh, Robbie is also producing in addition to starring in the film uh, serving as producer alongside Lucky Chat partner Tom Ackerley she's doing this and what was the other one we talked about that she's doing the other day not just the Barbie movie there was another Pirates one of the Caribbean. she's also doing Pirates of the Caribbean I just I guess if there's an actress that has the charisma and uh, I guess the uh, the beauty to do something like this uh, these movies she's it but I'm just I have no interest in seeing well, what um, if she did that movie, but Johnny Depp was in it. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about Pirates of the Caribbean anyways, but that's... Uh, but you care about Johnny Depp. I don't really care what about Johnny Depp. What if they just do a new movie instead of a sequel to a movie that we've already established? Thank you. And they're both and in Claire, it because That's ridiculous. I know. Let me pitch something I've never... <laughs> Thank oops, you. They support my sequel <laughs> idea. Uh, my anti-sequel stance. The thing is, let me pitch something that 
I've never pitched before on this show. <laughs> How about we make new content instead of repeating never former content? Before. Revolutionary idea, Hannah Claire. Wow. Revolutionary idea. This is my political idea. platform. <laughs> so, uh, and before we go, we've got two more. I do want to point out the the Johnny De- the Johnny Depp thing from. Uh, do you remember the the bit about um, the the tissue incident where it seemed like she, she was, like posed? She's like posing. <laughs> this is in that my, bit where it seemed like she definitely was doing something she totally was. This, in my opinion, is why he is a better actor than she is. He has his ring that says truth on it and he's posing. He's like, okay, the thing is, I, so he has this, so he appeared annoying. in court, he has this ring that <laughs> so says <annoying>. truth. <laughs> I want to know if this is like something a fan gave him. Oh, like yeah. Like if it's an Etsy shop who oh. was like, I drove to mm-hmm. the courthouse because like I've seen a couple of videos of him. His leaving. fans are going to start buying the ring. Yeah. And like it. if you leave when he leaves the courthouse in his SUV, like there's been a couple of videos of him mm-hmm. rolling down the window to interact with fans and they're like giving him stuff. Like what if this is a gift from a fan? Maybe. I just made that up. There's no evidence to prove He this. sets out his own uh, Johnny Depp P.O. box uh, like right in Virginia that he can pick stuff up at. What for if Johnny Depp trial? joins YouTube that and would just be, starts like talking about his experience? That would be fantastic. Make a Johnny Depp. Him and Russell Brand can start a weird YouTube <laughs> channel together. He doesn't need Russell Brand. That, he can do it on his own. I would love to know if somebody, if internet sleuths could figure out whether he was wearing this ring before all this where happened. Where did this yeah. ring? No, I want to know where this c- c- came from. I want to know. My ideal scenario is that it's an Etsy shop product that the person <laughs> is in Virginia and drove to the courthouse and was like, I'm with you, Johnny. Yes. Uh, and before we go, uh, we have the... We've got t- something lighthearted for you. I don't know if what, uh, lighthearted <laughs> is, the, is not the word for it. Tasteless JK, JK. is kind of... Tasteless oh, no. is the word for it. Rihanna fans blast Chris Brown after congratulating her on the birth of her child. Um, if anybody remembers, something very bad happened between Chris Brown. What was it, 2009? It was uh, about that time, and um, there's a photo of her uh, post that incident. Do, do you remember Can this? Can you not say what it was? I don't, know, I don't know if I'm supposed to. He beat the crap out of Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, he, he beat the there crap out of Rihanna. Uh, and so uh, fans are displeased with the fact that he's just like, hey. Um, Good job, X. Yeah. You uh, had a baby. So it says uh, the Barbadian. It's just like, what was the point of even commenting on it? He just wants to be with I don't relevant. understand. Uh, so it says uh, the Barbadian singer has reportedly given birth to her first child with rapper ASAP Rocky earlier this week, and her former flame, Chris, uh, took to. They, they call him Chris, they don't call him. Uh, <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown took to, uh, to social media to seemingly send her a, a message of goodwill. You know, they, I'm sure that they have um, um, reconciled, I guess, because it said like they tried to get back know. together in 2013. So maybe they ended uh, amicably. But it does show to you like the like when you end up in the public sphere uh, and something like this happens, uh, people are going to call it out because it's just really weird. Ooh, like, someone tweeted apparently like the problem with Chris Brown congratulating Re is that he's never shown that energy with his own children's mother. Ooh. Oof. Ooh. Ouch. Uh, Damn. I don't know if that's true, but uh, what's funny to great. me about this is that like Chris Brown is just never going to be canceled. He's uncancelable. He's uncancelable because people just like his music that much. Yeah, he's never been canceled. Although, like, I do think he doesn't have the same public profile that Rihanna does. And remember when... Yeah, I think she's like... Oh, yeah. He's still, like, consistently putting out huge songs. But, like, she also has, like, the Instagram following and, like, you know, she... Her business. Yeah, Yeah. she's sort of, like... It's not that he, like, 
got canceled by any means but like her image continued to blow up because i remember when this happened they were sort of a hollywood it couple like they were like young mm-hmm. and you know i don't know talented and it says that she out. says that she believes that, uh, that they believe she'd put the past behind them because she uh responded with a complimentary message on his instagram story in the wake of news of uh that rihanna had given birth so uh posting a praying hands and red hearts emoji together he wrote congratulations following a pregnant woman uh, uh emoji underneath that so, oh, I thought they were saying that she responded. Um, so that, what are you saying? Yeah. He put the past behind them. I don't know if she has yeah. put the past yeah, behind them. I feel them. like I in this not. case, it's sort of on her to put the past behind Yes. Uh, so, uh, it I is weird that he did it indirectly like that. Yep. I, I don't It's understand. hard not to Maybe see. it was just a random person that he knew that he wanted to say congratulations in a subliminal message. I feel like it's hard not to look at this as like an, an attempt to like get back in the spotlight, like to, to sort of coattail off Rihanna because she's gotten a lot of attention for her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then the father of her baby got like arrested recently. And then also all of her pregnancy fashion. Like, yeah, she's sort of not that she's ever completely out of the spotlight, but she's particularly well followed right now. So one, one person wrote, uh, Chris Brown has absolutely no business congratulating uh, our queen Riri on her baby's birth. You have no right referring to her as your queen you weirdo <laughs> uh and another wrote chris brown subliminally telling rihanna congratulations on ig is top tier toxicity i do wonder if what they want him to say is like and don't come around here with your baby or else something bad's gonna happen <laughs> is that what you well, think what is they, gonna happen what they want is for him to just shut up like, i like that's the thing i don't understand why he has to comment on it like yeah i don't get that either you it guys have weird. a very but publicly we, let's not deny that it's weird it's super weird we are not privy to their uh, whatever interactions they have not online, right? So I for all would we be know, if they did it's have still weird, right? At this point, like, from a public relations weird. standpoint, it's weird. But like I said, maybe they have, like, maybe they reconciled, and she's like forgave him. She sh- probably shouldn't have, but that's she's got. If they're that, on speaking terms, then why would he not say it privately? Yeah, then? yeah. Why wouldn't he say it they're to not. her in a private message? Like he's only it's saying it publicly to get a reaction out of her. Then he's just a genius marketer with a a bad streak and a jerk. That's then that's what he is. It says a third person tweeted the problem with Chris Brown congratulating Ree is that he's never shown the energy with his own children's mothers. That's mothers, so he's got a couple of them, as it turns out. Well, also, uh, who's the one that just got the vasectomy appointment because he doesn't want to have more kids? Uh, Can Nick Cannon? Yeah, I think they said like he's like he's like he's like I don't want to repopulate the world single handedly, so I'm gonna look into getting a vasectomy. <laughs> On top of the many awful things he said uh, in his lifetime, but we will not talk about that this here. This is a classless episode. Uh, not all of it. Some of it definitely a little bit, but you know it happens. So <laughs> that was uh, I, I would thought you that. Ca- would you congratulate your ex if she had a baby in a weird way on Instagram? Well, I have never uh, hit anyone, so I, I don't know that's if that's true. Uh, that'd so be a different situation. Would be a but very different then, situation. Like, I think even if you don't have a violent past with someone, you know, if you're on speaking terms, like Mary said, like text them privately. But like it. It does seem a little weird that anyone's ex would be like, I'm going to take this moment on my public social media platform to congratulate someone I am no longer dating on their child, right? Yep. Like, then given that they have, like, a really horrible relationship or at least horrible past, like, it seems like someone, anyone could have been, like, probably not the time to insert yourself into this situation, Chris. He probably could have thought better about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, were there any super chats? 
Uh, we had just gotten another one from Shriver that had no message, but nonetheless, he just continued you. the the vibe. Shriver, is this for yeah. my research fund? I just need to know. <laughs> we also, uh, this isn't a super chat, but I just wanted to read it because it made me laugh. Slice of Lime said, "Amber Heard is a goddess. Um, Amber can do no wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief, but... Co counterculture at you know its what? finest. Express Whoa. yourself. We've Express your opinion freely. This is sowing a, seeds of dissent. This is a safe comment. space for Amber sympathy. <laughs> is it? Are we... Are, are we I've declared that? that. She, she, I, I'm. I don't I'm sympathize still. with her, but I don't sympathize with Johnny. So Look, I love having diverse opinions. I never want to be stuck in an echo chamber. That being said, I disagree profoundly. <laughs> yep. So uh, I think there was one more in there. There was a super shot? Yeah, one more at the bottom. Oh, oh, I see it. Uh, Carnell said, greetings, PCC crew, longtime listener, first time super chat. Just wanted to say congrats on your first week of live streaming. Looking forward to watching the show grow and keeping me entertained. Thank you. Thank you so That's much. That's so nice. Oh, my God. It's so positive. I was expecting, Mary, so like, when we started getting super chats, maybe people would start, like, trolling us and saying, like, negative shit to us. But, like, it hasn't happened Mary so far. Mary secretly hoped that that's what would happen. They're she more entertaining. Conflict. I won't lie. Like, I do find hate comments hilarious. Mary, Mary, Mary told me once, she goes, the hate comments bring me life. That was a, an They're actual hilarious. Quote. Like, do you not agree? No. I, I, Honestly, though, guys, congratulations. One week down. Thanks. Yes. I'm not normally. I nothing catastrophic happened. Yeah. Can you believe it? It's fu funny because my when we recorded previously, we recorded it before. And so my episode came out on Friday. But like it threw me off this week on Thursday when I didn't come up to record with you guys. Because, yeah. you know, it's your routine. It? I know. It felt weird. I woke up today. I'm like, usually today's my day off. And I'm like, uh, still got to work. And you I'm still uh, by the way. Uh, Carnell, thank you. Uh, we are looking forward to doing a, a lot more entertaining as we get more comfortable doing this. It is. A, I can't um, I can't under us. I can't like uh, explain how different it feels to go live as opposed to recording it, even though we're recording it in the same way. Like the YouTube segments were just segmented uh, like the way we do it here. It's all cut up and everything, but we still recorded it all as one uh, as one shot yeah. but it's very it's a very different uh, feeling to kind of know that if you screw up that badly you've got to just, uh, just eat roll. it and also just... by the way thank you for 25k yes no oh way. yes new milestones that's uh i forgot about that one as well yes we just hit 25k today just like a couple hours ago cool i i will say this does feel i mean i think we've been doing this together it's about 123 episodes we've yeah. all been doing it for a long time at this point um the it's fun to hear the super chats. I honestly love the money guns. I love that you guys can interact and we can see that you guys mm -hmm. are like alive and well with us. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's such a cool feature and I hope you're not I, bots. No. And I, I think it's this fun. is not the dead Internet here. Yeah, I'm like really hoping. Internet. And I know internet. you guys have talked about it, like I hope there are a couple. Oh, hello. Oh, there are a couple more ways we can expand and have like ways for people to interact with us because I think like. It's it's so cool to have like this audience and community. And I think I think we're going to be doing more. Like there's going to be l new lights and everything. We are going to be expanding uh, everything as far as the interactive process. It's going to get uh, crazier and, and more fun. I think as it goes, I, my hair will eventually stand on end from stress. And, every, and trying, Brett, Brett hates change, so every time <laughs> any of us are like, "But you know what would be cool?" and then we hand it over to Chris Poole, who like doubles it. Like if you say like, "I want to do something crazy," he's like, "Yes, but twice as crazy." Uh, so 
I feel like Brett will have a panic attack. Oh, hello. Oh, at some you. point. Uh, the panic attacks have likely already happened. I've just hidden it very, very well. <laughs> so, so, but it's it, so what it, do they call them? Like absent seizures. You're having like absent panic. That's mm-hmm. basically it. That's, that's, that's basically it. So like for me, it's just to have the first week. Uh, one of the things about it is like there's ups and downs to this process where like you can't attach like all your hopes and dreams and, and everything to every episode. And I'm very critical uh, of my own work, of how I, of how I talk, how I'm able to get my points across all while trying to do all of this and not come off really ridiculous quote uh chris kardashian you're doing great sweetie no oh, th- <laughs> thank you thank you for that uh but uh before we go i think there was a couple more there we'll read those and then we will call it a day so hannah claire can get back to work yes <laughs> brad vitali i believe said thanks for your show thank you uh thank you uh, twenty dollars thank you very much thanks brad that means thank a lot you. Uh, Waffles Sensei said, "Pop the like button, everybody!" Woo woo! I yeah, g- that's true. I gotta yeah, get every better. Every last one of you better be hitting that like. It button. has to do something with Smash the algorithm. Smash that like button. I gotta get better at the whole uh, YouTube promotion thing. The thing is, though, no, that's like one of those things that people make fun of. <laughs> I like, like as like a form of punctuation. You'd be like. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like everyone makes fun of the people who are like, like, uh, like the videos, smash like button, leave comments. What if we play like a secret game where like everyone who comes on has like one YouTube promotion they have to work in? We so should do that. at some point during the show, they don't know who and it'll change. But like one of us has to say like, so like, the, so, you know, go ahead and like the button. Is that what hit you the Hit the like, like button. button. You are not going to be the one saying hit the like button. Like as the we... hit button. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Someone else has to be like, has to work in a like, please subscribe call and like, we'll just switch it every time. You don't know when it's coming. Oh, thank you. There's uh, more? There's one more. I, am, I like anything where we can make it a game. And I think that's my favorite part about going live with this. Like, it just feels like a game even more than ever. Caper2x says, can we hope for a dunking take for Hannah Claire? What is can this? We? Wait, I oppose this idea. <laughs> I'm so bad at this also, that I was like, like, can I explain to you guys that we have a lot of electrical equipment? So like, <laughs> I suspect no, but like, I'm a good sport, maybe something else. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to read the last. By the way, I'm so like I'm so clueless that I read HC. I'm like, "What does HC mean?" Uh, I, 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 I appreciate the abbreviation of my name. I like having both letters represented. I will read the last one okay, before we go. Cool. It says He's doing this. He has a horrible grin on his face uh, right now. Petition to change PCC fan base name from Crisis Actors to Live Internet. It will always be Crisis Actors, my How friends. About undead internet. Uh the we we could be maybe uh Crisis Actors on the Live Internet. We'll have to find a way to abbreviate maybe when the something two. Happens like a trend online happens that we like. We'll call it a live internet section. I I have yet segment. to. Oh my gosh. I have yet to do a thing where I'm like, "What's up, crisis actors?" Because it just What's feels. What's up, crisis That's one actors. of the things. I'd be better at that. one. Yes. That's one of the things that goes into our rotating game of things you have to say. Someone has to drop something crisis actor. like that. <gasps> so, guys, again, thank you so much. And uh, Hannah Claire, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Since everyone's being so nice today. Yeah, nice. Thanks for joining us. You can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b. You can find me on Gab at Hannah. Claire B. You can find me on Twitter at HC Brimelo, and you can find me, of course, on timcast.com. Click on the read tab. Thank you so much. Yeah, guys, thank you so much, and congratulations. It's uh, it's crazy to think that the first week is over already. My goodness. Yeah. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and WeChat at Closer Kitty, <laughs> and I also post articles on the Timcast website sometimes. I promote them on Instagram. 
All right, guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic and the show now being live Monday through Friday on YouTube, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's noon. If you're in California, you can watch us on your lunch break. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora and Spotify, all of which ways you can listen to the show if you do not choose to watch, though I don't know why you wouldn't want to watch. It is so much more fun. Uh, so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we are not just that. We are also on social media. We are on Facebook and TikTok at Podcast. Pop Culture Crisis. We are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show, and we are also on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. I did them all out of order today, and I didn't screw up one. Must be the weekend. I am excited. We will be back with another episode Monday. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.